Okay, so uh, do you remember how last week's episode ended, Sam? Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I I think I have the brain of a goldfish because I do not. Long week this week for you? <laughs> uh, no, a short week actually. I think I just my mind is elsewhere. You know. Okay, you're just Sam. All right. Well, last week the episode ended, and if you guys don't watch or listen all the way to the end, uh, this 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 is why you should. So I'm pretending to. <laughs> I don't even know how, when you say this out loud, I was pretending that I couldn't move my wrist. Oh my God. Like I was pretending to, I was waving with my right hand and pretending that I couldn't with my left hand. I forgot. And I bumped my water bottle and it spilled, the the water spilled all into my Logitech MX mini key, whatever the hell, my keyboard. Now, I don't know if you remember, the reason I got that keyboard the Logitech one is because of another iconic moment on this show where Luke Miani and yourself were discussing iPad mini. I'm pretty sure you guys shit on it. And my response was to snap my brand new black magic keyboard in half. The one that yeah. came with my Mac studio or I bought that for my good, Mac studio. That's a good one for sure. So I, I snapped that in half, which made me have to buy a new keyboard. And I bought that Logitech one and then I spilled water on it. And uh, I am happy to report this week that she's dead. <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, she died. She didn't Let's give her make a round it. Of applause. She didn't make it. Uh, unfortunately, she lasted a good seven months or so. Uh, so. And so the point of this is we've come full circle, <laughs> and I'm back. Welcome back, Magic Keyboard. I'm back. Yay! Magic Keyboard's back, and, it, and it's the best keyboard. And because I brought this back, I had to bring this back. So now I have now I just have the set back. Um, but that reminded me. Well, not really reminded me. It taught me a valuable lesson. <laughs> what did John Froster learn last week? I th- and I think I might make a video about this separately. Um, but in per or in usual genius bar fashion, I'm going to discuss it here first, oh, ruin the video, and then make the video. Uh, I think Apple has ruined my patience for other technology. Okay, like my that I had the MX Master uh, mouse. Okay, the three S I think it's called. And I have always had Bluetooth issues with that mouse. Not because of my Mac, I don't think so, but this is this is uh, the MX Master made for Mac. It's separate than the regular one where you get the little Bluetooth dongle, you plug in USB, and then it works that way. I hear that mm-hmm. works better. Mine was made for Mac, so it just connected to Bluetooth by itself, and it sucked the whole time. Uh, and, and this keyboard. Uh, I, I opened up the Logitech, because uh, I was going to get just a new uh, Logitech keyboard. And I opened up the Logitech app yesterday on my Mac, and I went to do a uh, firmware update because it mm-hmm. said I had one. It said, first of all, keyboard and mouse connected. It listed them because of Bluetooth. And uh, it was like, hey, firmware update for both. So I went to update the firmware. And then when I went to update the firmware, a pop-up came up. It's like, hey, we don't detect anything connected. Like what the f- the front of the uh, the front of this app when I open it shows my keyboard and mouse the battery percentage shows me that it's connected. Sure, sure. But when I update the firmware of the mouse, no work. 
Update the firmware of the keyboard. No work. I can. Mm-hmm. I understand the keyboard part because I spill water in it. That's my, that might be my fault. But the <laughs> yeah, mouse, yeah. not so much. And no I realized that like mouse. other tech kind of doesn't work most of the time. Yeah. And normal like techie me in high school would I'd troubleshoot it all night and be like so engrossed in it. Like let me fix it. This is so much fun. But I don't give two shits, and my tolerance is like at zero for mm. other technology. Like. Okay, that's probably a minor issue, and I could probably get it to work within 10 minutes if I just researched it. But I can't be bothered because I'm used to Apple stuff just working. Like, I bought this from the store. I plugged it in with Lightning, and now it just works. I don't have to update yeah. firmware. I don't know if you've heard of my brand. I'm called the Apple Shepherd. Um, that, that's that's your brand? I, I like Apple products. I mean, Is bro, you're preaching... So? You're preaching to the choir here. I don't know. But it's, I don't know what to tell I, you. I like, think that's like the first time I tried to go back to Windows. Well, I guess it's not a Windows peripheral, but uh, close enough. Like a third-party yeah. manufactured thing. After you know, after I went to Mac and I've been, I haven't had not an Apple product in so long, and so my first ones were just like uh, Logitech is a great brand, but I'm sorry, I, you can't you can't not be able to update firmware when I go to look to update firmware. Yeah, so, everything's got to be perfect, and Apple's not perfect either. But I feel like their their flaws and mistakes are not as bad as they're not as they're yeah they're not as frustrating. And I, yeah, so I don't know if that's like a if that's just me getting older or if Apple has <laughs> tainted my relationship with other tech products. Like if I just well, have literally zero tolerance for things not working. Well, you just said you're you said you're getting older. Is it true? Are there other rumors that I've heard about John true? <laughs> What are the rumors that you've heard about? Have you heard about my third leg? <laughs> I've heard the, the, the <laughs> plenty of stories. I think we actually did an in-depth section on last episode oh about swapping. Um, yeah, I'm 30 I, now. Woo. Yeah. How does it feel, man? You're 30! Woo! Big 3-0! Let's go! Big J in the house. No, it feels like, a, it feels like bad. Why does it feel bad? I don't want to. It just feels like... I because now I'll never now I'm done with my twenties. I can never go back there. Yeah, and now it's all downhill. Hey, you know what? It's not all they're cracked up to be. You know, so. about a hundred years ago, this was like somebody's lifespan. You know, like this was all they got. And I feel like I, I haven't done shit. Thirty. I think it was like forty or fifty. I don't That's think still were... too close to where I'm at now. Imagine Dude, someone being like, "Hey, wow. you got ten years left, bud." Would you, if you had 10 years left, would you quit YouTube? Like, what would you do? If it was like you, 10 years from now. Oh, no, I'd go, I'd go real hard, I think. So it would motivate you more to do. Yeah. Sorry, FPT. Yeah. If someone's like, hey, you got 10 years, clock is ticking, I would Mm. probably go really hard at FPT for five years, Mm. put out out as much content uh, so people have that of me after I'm gone, and then take the last five years to just fuck off somewhere. Yeah, like on a remote island. Have yeah, you have you seen wait. Belize? Uh huh. Dude, let me show you pictures of this place. Like show it's me. the place where where you're like, this doesn't seem real. It'd but be then my you look luck, at pictures though, that I go there because the the doctor estimated ten years. So I spend five years doing FPT. I spend the next five years in Belize or wherever the fuck. But it's not actually five years. I got two and I die. Like early. look, like look at this water. Oh damn. It doesn't even look real. Wait, no, Belize is not what I was thinking of. This is like the off-brand of what I'm trying to show you. It's a it's a place, uh, a fancy resort. hut on water place. Fancy? Are you thinking about the Maldives? Yo, 
It showed me exactly what I wanted. This is where I want to go. Oh, that looks really cool. Sorry, audio listeners. It's a it's a fancy water hut. I mean, it looks look, like vacation in a picture. Look at this, bro. Look Bung- at. I love I like- that word, by the way. Bungalow. Seventeen yeah. best underwater bungalows to visit. And dude, that could be you and me snorkeling. It could be, but you play in. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just take all of the money? We actually probably the money that we've have saved in our account would not be enough for even one ticket to go oh, to. Oh God, no! But you know what? This is. I told, like I said, I got five years left doing this. We can save okay, a lot so. in five years. <laughs> Good, and then you, you can blow. Wait, Sam. Yeah. Okay. Hypothetical. Doctor tells me I have ten years left. Okay. And as your best friend, I ask you, I call you on the phone, and I say, hey, Sam. Or we don't call each other. We FaceTime. That's what we do. I FaceTime you. (laughs) And I say, hey, Sam, doctor says I have 10 years left. I'm going to go really hard for five years on Front Page Tech. After that, will you fuck off with me to some island? It's my dying wish. Yeah. You you have to leave YouTube behind for, for five years, or at least until I kick the bucket. And you can't make me leave early, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you I have to wait on it life out. Insurance. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I would do. I would do that because that'll give me five years to kind of wrap up everything. And I feel like five years is like my time frame I'm looking at for not end game, but what did you just say? Are you what do you what do you have a plan that I'm unaware of? I mean, I've 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 said that I don't want to do YouTube forever. But five years from now, you're going to be done. So I'll be thirty in five years. Um, if you tell me that you would quit when you turn 30 and I just turned 30, I'm going to be very upset. I just, I'll, I will have been doing it for 15 years at that point. Okay. People by the way, people used to work at General Motors for 45 goddamn years <laughs> and then retire. So what is your problem? I, I got insulted by a neighbor. I, I actually really like her. She's great. But she was like, she's like, yeah, you know, one day you're going to have to apply for jobs and stuff. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like, you know, you won't be able to do the YouTube thing forever. And I was like, what? Why? And she was like, yeah, you know, like uh, old? In- influencers, you know, like they- they're there for like, you know, just a short amount of time. And then, you know, it goes to the next. And it got me thinking about that. Well, not that- the good ones. The good ones are still around. Well, uh, my, I mean, yes, but I guess on average it is a shorter shelf life. But it got me thinking that it is kind of wild that, I-, I mean, we've been – and I feel like tech might be an exception to the rule because we've been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. And I I feel pretty I, I feel better about it than I ever have. Like it's not like I've been doing this for 10 years and I'm like, oh God, you know, I, I don't know how much longer I can do this. It, it's like it and people seem to care still this yeah. far in. So it it got me thinking that. In tech, I feel like there might be a longer shelf life on average because I, I just think about a lot of the creators that I watch and I think it's just all about adapting. I think the ones that aren't around just failed to adapt. It's all, yeah. Or they, yeah, they failed to maintain relevancy because yeah, they just kind of gave up or got set in their ways and weren't open minded enough. And that's something yeah. that I always try. <laughs> should we should we start talking about uh <laughs> the situation that we've been avoiding? Uh I mean, I don't think I've been avoiding it per se. We we started off with some small talk. There's been some drama uh, recently. Sam has involved himself in some drama. Imagine uh, that. 
I wouldn't say I involved myself. I would say I defended myself after being attacked. You defended your honor is what happened. Yeah, like I didn't start anything. Okay, that's fair. Unless you could consider last week, you know, I, well, but that, that was sort of in response in general. So, yeah, basically, our favorite little leaker, uh, <laughs> unknowns, who I've who I've coined the term the friendliest leaker on the internet. Um, is this true? The friendliest. You know, is there like? Is, have you done the math? Listen, let me just start where this saga began. Yesterday. I shared this something really co- that I thought was really cool. I saw it on Twitter. Imagine Boo had posted it. Um, it's color match cables for the iPhone 15, which is something we've never okay. really seen before, um, which I think looks really cool. Like you'd have black for the black iPhone and they're braided as well. Pink seemingly confirms the pink color. Uh, I mean, this looks really exciting. I think that was cool. So, Hey, I by the this- way, this is my first time seeing that. Thanks, Apple Track. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. They look really, really dope. Um, I saw that somebody else had posted it. It was Majin Boo. Uh, so, as always, I tagged them. I was like... And if he posted it, that means what? That it's probably from... I'm not sure. Weibo? Weibo? Yeah, he said he found it online somewhere. Yeah, he's usually... If I'm not mistaken, he doesn't... He's not a... Like, he hasn't leaked anything himself, really. He just kind of grabs it from... Yeah, because there, there's a huge disconnect. Like a lot of these leaks, more, and more than we ever see, come out from China, like on social networks. And some yeah. are like, you know, from tiny accounts that you'll never see. And then you have some Twitter accounts like like uh, this guy who is sort of acts as a middleman mm-hmm. that will take. Uh, there's a couple of accounts like that on Twitter that are sort of well known where they where this is exactly all they do. They look on Chinese social networks. They see leaks. They post them on Twitter in English. That's what they do. Yeah. So anyway, I reposted this as always. Credit person as always. Yep. And then I went on with my day because I was getting on a plane home. Uh, and then out of the out of nowhere, I see the boy go Apple Track calling something sketchy. Bro, all you do is steal people's tweets for engagement. Oh God. And I also, was like, also, whoa, whoa, whoa. for audio listeners and everyone else, this is a unknowns twenty one. If you, I, we talked about him last week, right? Or was it the week yeah. before? We talked about so, we talked about him last week, uh, just unprompted, sorta. Um, he is a leak account, like an actual leak account. He's not taking stuff from Chinese social networks. Like he leaks the information himself. He's been around. I'd say he's newer. He's been around just like no, this less year, than really. A year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. But he's kind of so. <laughs> Yeah, like he hasn't been the friendliest to a number of people. So when I see this, I'm just like, I don't know. There's been a big talk in the world about like with XQC and others like stealing content. And I, first of all, just to be clear, I find that unethical. Like I don't, I don't yeah. believe in stealing content. It's funny you mentioned right. XQC because I just found out that he was a thing like this week. Yeah, he uh, he's a pretty bad offender. Uh, but you know, I. I always, and I'm not saying I have done it perfect every single time, 100%. I'm sure you could find a post on Apple Track where I didn't credit the person on on accident. Like, it's never yeah. been done intentionally to where I'm like, I want to steal all the credit for this content. Yeah. Because I, I guess people forget, like, I am a content creator. Like, I don't just run this news site, and that's yeah. my full, like... I make content. People steal my content all the time. It's something that I actively deal with. It's not as if... I, it's not like I. This is my job. That's yeah. how I make money. So I, it's something that's very important to me, and you can believe me in what I say or not. But that's actually how I feel. So I believe I you. see this, and I'm like, huh, okay. 
So I was like, I take this really seriously. Could you explain how this is theft? Um, and I got some insightful um, responses like Aaron, who I've covered before. He has some good info. He says, I wouldn't call it theft. It would be nice if you quote retweeted so the source can get some ad revenue. And that was really interesting because it's already showing the way that X and the way the monetization works is reshaping oh, the, the it's media ruined. landscape. It's ruined. Never yeah, give regular people ad revenue. It ruins everything. Yeah. It, yeah. Power to the people, though. Power to the people. Blue check for everybody. Blaze your glory, am I right? <sighs> so cringe. Um, so basically, I'm like, okay, that's, yes, that is an option. That would probably be the best for the source, but it would also limit the reach of my account. Not as many people would see the message, and it would it would fundamentally change the way that news has been shared on Twitter for the past two decades. Like, it's that's just not how... That's not how media coverage works, right? 9to5Mac doesn't post an article that has the exact words of a tweet in it. They add additional context or thought yeah. or insight. Or so not even if, just a tweet. Like, the same could be said for articles and stuff. Like, why aren't they – why are they saying, like why, – why isn't he replying to 9to5Mac and saying, hey, why did you write this article? Why didn't you just post a link to my tweet? It's just, like he'll do the same thing like, hey, I was mentioned on Forbes. Forbes yeah. is doing the same thing Apple Track is doing. Like, what? It's not. I would, argue, it's, I would argue they're actually doing it not as ethically because they're I would, kind of making I, I can agree <laughs> but, to an extent. Anyway, yeah. that's a story Story for another day. So uh, basically, he goes, all you do is switch up a few words, makes fun of me using emojis, and calls it a new thing. Might not, might not be theft, but it's pretty close. So already he's backtracked in the follow-up. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, that's a big accu- – like, to say that, like, that, I, again, I don't – this is not like a fun little job that I do. This isn't like a little game for me. Like this is my living. This is my career. And I take it seriously. And people might not believe me because I'm a YouTuber that's money hungry and greedy. Whatever. Like put whatever adjectives you want in there. But I actually do care a lot. And I know that people that know me know that. And it's easy. You know, oh, from the outside. I, I will definitely uh, back you up there. <laughs> uh, so he then compares my tweet covering one of his leaks um, to a few months ago where I literally overtly credit him. In the first two lines. <laughs> and I share some of what he said, adding the context that it looks like a major upgrade. He does like just just to illustrate journalism so people understand, he his original post shared only the hardcore specs that some people won't understand. Like LPDDR and <laughs> TSMC three nanometer amazing, and LPDDR five, DRAM, microns like no one outside of a specific niche community knows what that means. So to share it to more people, I contextualize it and say, basically all of this means it's going to be the major upgrade over A16. Thus, we haven't seen that in years. Like the example that he points out is actually, (laughs) it almost proves why I'm not retweeting or quote tweeting because it will just add confusion to the process. And people will be like, what, what is this? And I'm not doing a full article because this is a social network. Like, I feel like I'm hitting this middle ground that has attributed to a lot of my success for sharing content, but I also have credited who it is from yeah. right at the top. If anything, you're giving them more exposure than they would normally get. I don't, I, I just, I don't understand And of the course, problem. that's that's up to them how they want, they optimally want their content to be shared. But like, for me, this would be... Amazing. If if the Verge in a tweet said via at iUpdate or via at Apple Track, yeah, I'd be like, that is amazing. Thank you for and sharing. Th- dude, that. this is this isn't 
this isn't exclusive to the tech demographic either. Like, uh, think of accounts yes. like Worldstar, and uh, like they are quite literally just taking videos from somebody else and posting it, and here, they're just it's, they're just curating it. Here's and a that's great, why an account like Worldstar is so popular. It's the curation. It's not the it's not the actual content itself. Here's a great example: Dextero. Uh, like they just post Rip. content like this. Yeah, they don't. You see how they're not linking, but they're also crediting the source. Yeah, like I, I feel like it's done well. well. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw this, but because uh, for the most part, I plan. I, I don't want to be part of this drama, but uh, I did have an issue with one of his tweets. Okay, I don't know if you saw it, but in sort of in response, vaguely to you explaining why you share the information the way that you do. He tweeted not to you but just just as a as a tweet or an x whatever the fuck and said it is something like it is come did you pull it up? Uh Oh, will you This is will you open up his in a different tab after this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So go let ahead me, and read your response. Yeah, let me let me finish this. So I mean, I'll I'll just summarize. Basically I said you know, it's easy to throw around terms like content theft because you are an anonymous profile. Like he doesn't use his real name, he do, or, or a pseudonym of like any. He's known unknowns twenty one. That's that's what his name is, um, and he has a picture of a cat. Like I have my face and my name. I, I, there's some real world accountability there. Um, so like that's why I don't go around saying things to him like. He's burning sources or he's being unethical because I don't know those things. And I'm not just, I'm not just going to say that Yeah, because that's not fair to him. And for him to not just reply, but to do a public post about my character, I really didn't appreciate because he calls me a content thief. And then literally in the follow-up, he's like, okay, well, it's not exactly you being a content thief, but it's close. So then it's like, okay, if it's close, of course, there's a conversation in gray room there. But when you're just calling me a content thief and telling the world that with really no evidence and the evidence that you do share shows that I literally overtly credit you. I don't appreciate that because people are going to see that and they're going to change their opinion of me because of what they've saw. That's not accurate. Yeah. Um, at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I haven't been 100% perfect every time, but I stand by the fact that it's fair use that I am crediting and that I frequently think about how people get credit. For example, Mark Gurman has talked to me that he wants me to share his art, his articles at the bottom of my posts. Uh -huh. And that's not something I do for anyone. And I know that that will drive more revenue and traffic to his site. And I know that my platform has a decent amount of reach here. And, and I would have to start doing that for everyone. And then that changes the way I, my content works. And it's a one-man show. Like there's, there's all of these considerations that I make that I feel like rather than just asking, people don't actually know about. And they think that I'm just – I guess people think I'm making a lot of money. I've made $100 from X on Apple Track. Damn, bro, you rich. Like I, and that's the first money I've I've ever made. I mean, I guess I've done a sponsored tweet or two, maybe on Apple Track, but that's like my own content, so that's not making profit off of others. I li listen. There's a conversation to be had about is the photo tagging on my account enough credit? Should it? Should I be doing the overt tagging every single time? Should I be linking below in in tweets to additional context for information? Those are things that I think about, like. It just because I haven't changed something or done something right now, it doesn't mean that I don't think about it and I'm not always considering it in some way. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I just I hope people know that I take it seriously. I hope people don't view me as a content thief. And it, and if I if I am, then I obviously need to change something because that's not okay. But do, that's do just kind of my thoughts. Do you want my opinion? Yeah, I don't think you're a content thief. <laughs> okay, well, shocker, Sam. <laughs> yeah, gl- Sam's best friend defends him. <laughs> I know. Where's Reddit? <laughs> Where, remember when? Uh, you were defending me during like all my Apple League <laughs> stuff, and Reddit's just like, "Oh, he John, they're just because they're best friends, or John paying I, him." Now yeah, it's I think reversed. They said, I think they, dude, I forgot. I love how those allegations just went again, went away. Remember when P- I almost said "win a gay"? That's yeah. cr- I can't say that. <laughs> uh, they, uh, dude, like I remember people were saying that you paid me to boost your score on Apple. Track. Yeah. Good thing Apple Track, like the website, went away when all my leaks started to tank. <laughs> yeah, and clearly you weren't paying me enough. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, so couple things to say. Okay. First, I want to pull up the tweet that I have an issue with, and then I will okay. get into the meat of how I actually feel. Is it a reply or a main? It tweet? is just a regular tweet. Okay. Um. Uh, go up. First of all, that's just cringe. This tweet is just is just cringe. Uh, I think it might be yeah, below. He, okay, this hang on, go back up. Okay. This tweet that I said is cringe says if you're supposed if you're surprised that I mean sometimes remember I release an actual iPhone an actual image of the iPhone 15 Pro just to make a complete mockery out of something else. So like there was some like I don't know if it was a CAD leak or just like words no, someone was, said. It, it was uh Ian's renders. Oh, specifically. yeah. Ian put out renders, and so he put out a single image of just the ass of an iPhone, and was like, "Haha, gotcha." But I mean, it's just like a portion of the iPhone. But anyway, that's cringe. Uh, I would like to go to a different tweet now. Okay, <laughs> I I'm just tr- saw I'm that really one. trying to find. It's this. right there. Here's an example. Oh, this one or below? Below. Oh yes. Okay, so I didn't even after this. Sam like sort of says, "Hey, like this is." And I, th- and I think other people defended you as well. Like, there's a huge difference between how Apple Track presented the information that you tweeted and how you presented it. The way Unknowns tweeted it was like, you, I mean, you read it. It just specs a bunch of numbers and letters that don't make any sense to regular people. And his response to that is, guess I need to dumb this down for a bit for people or my followers. Because some people think my followers are too stupid to understand basic specs. And the way he worded that and said that just enraged me. Yeah. Which I'm pretty chill. Like I, I, people like he was, uh, like the way he was talking to you and and tweeting to you. I was like, okay, you know, whatever. Uh, but pretending that people that don't understand what DZ105 or whatever the fuck means and calling them stupid is uh just wildly misguided. Yeah. We are the stupid ones. If we we are the, the ones that know this information, we are the weird ones. The ones that know how to read those specs, yo, you're the weird ones. Just yeah. because people don't understand them doesn't mean they're stupid. That's not it at all. They just don't care to learn what that means because it means nothing to them. Them them buying the when they buy an iPhone, they buy iPhone 15. They don't buy the code name. They don't buy the RAM. They don't they don't need to know any of that stuff. It's not a matter of them being stupid. They just quite literally don't need to know it. And you you think a fucking surgeon is stupid because he doesn't know the the iPhone 15 specs? No, he just it doesn't need to be in his life. 
Why fill it? And, why put that information in your life if you don't fucking need it? We're the weird ones, not. And it ignores that there is a learning curve to this. And like, I think I even said it in my my tweet to him. Like, my mission for Apple Track is just to reach as many humans and and talk about Apple products as possible. Yeah. And to reach as many humans as possible, you're not going to be using code names and other like numbers that people don't understand. And I. I find the irony in this tweet hilarious because it actually is much easier to read. Yeah. Like just saying the manufacturing process, the performance cores and the rant, like uh, it, look at that. That looks insane, dude. The, the, his, his initial tweet looks insane. Like to it literally else. is like a Google translate of the stuff. And I, I get where he's coming from because when you're in it, this is just second nature and that's really cool. And I guess you're very smart and talented. But again, my problem with him, and I'll just say we've talked a bit in the DMs and I've just told him how I feel about his, can, the can way he treats I people. won't ask you what he said or what you said, but can I ask you a vague question? Sure. Is it a bit? Is he just, is it an act that he is just portraying this person or is he actually this person? He says everything is just, he, he's using the John Prosser. I, I see a lot of parallels between you and him early I on. I mean, that's happened a lot with a lot of accounts. Yeah. yeah just replicate um, how I did it. I just see, uh, everything's a joke. And if you're upset by something, it's just a joke. Why would you be upset? It's just a joke. That's just my sense of humor. And... Yeah, I saw that. Yes. He called you a content thief, and then by the end of the thread was like, hey, man, just live a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, I'm boring. Come and, on, and dude. It, that just doesn't hold up. And I get I get comedy subjective. I'm not saying I'm the comedy police, but like rubbing things in people's face. I, I basically just told him, I was like, hey, it was a message similar to you. I was like, I don't like the way you talk to people in the community. Not that I'm like the guard or the guy who makes the rules, but I was like, I don't like it. And I was like, I've heard from a lot of the people that I'm friends with that they don't like the way you talk either because you're mean and rude and you're arrogant about what you share. And I think there's a way to do what you do much more powerfully by being friendly to everyone. And yes, you can make jokes about things, right? Everybody's allowed to make jokes. But the difference is when you get to say, I made a joke and I know it's a joke. So nobody else is allowed to be upset or offended. And that's just not how comedy works. Comedy is subjective. You don't get to say that's funny and then everyone else has to laugh. You get to say something and people decide if they're going to laugh or not. Yeah. And it's just like a disconnect. And I will say he has been more receptive than I would have ever imagined in our couple of messages. And I don't want to share anything because that's private um, out of respect. But yeah, I got to be honest. And like, it was weird to navigate this as I was like getting on and off planes yesterday, flying home. I mean, props Um, to you for wanting to open up a conversation. But yeah, like (laughs) that's always my perspective with anything, whether it's Mark Gurman putting the the link under every Apple track tweet. And like, I, I guess I wanted to really talk about this because I feel like I've come under heat more so than others. And I'm not. I don't want to use the excuse of other people do it, so it's okay. I mean, but I'm just to be saying, fair, in the tech space, I don't know the words to properly describe it, but there is a way of tweeting that that you created, basically, <laughs> in this space. Uh, like, if we're just saying it, and we're just saying it how it is. A yeah. lot of tech accounts are replicating what you do. Even some of the big 
quote unquote mainstream tech sites are doing exactly what oh, Apple yeah. Track does now. Um, and it, it works. That's yeah. Why. I think there's a huge frustration, and I get it with these accounts. Uh, but the fact that they're frustrated really just tells me that they don't understand organic social network growth. Yeah. Like they just don't understand social networks at all, especially as a business, because they are they're He's like, I have the information. You know, he probably looks at Apple Track. How how come this is so popular when I'm the one with the information? But that you have all the data. The reason that you you can see it in the numbers. The proof of if you want to use if you want to say it this way, dumb it down for your stupid followers. The proof of concept that that works better than how you do it is right in Apple Track's numbers. Like if yeah. you. It doesn't. The people that are upset, and this isn't just him. This is this is a, especially since Twitter opened up monetization and stuff. People are really upset that they're not being directly retweeted. Um, but it, it really teaches you that having the information is not enough. The information is the information will never be enough. Like it's half well, of it. Well, yeah. When I had when. I, I was leaking Apple stuff heavy. It wasn't. I wasn't just posting information. I made it a point to put on a show, and that is what facilitated the actual growth. Not the not the information that I had. There's a bunch of people with the information, and that's why. I, that's why. I like. I, and I like this guy. I want him to be around because we have lost a lot of leakers. You know, the last few years. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I've reached out to him. I've DM'd him before for information on Front Page Tech, and I want him to be around. Uh, but unfortunately, he is just going to push away whatever community he could possibly build because he just looks like an overt asshole. Like, he's just, it's not even just replying to people. He, he No one bothered him. Nothing, and unprompted, he'll just tweet something mean. Like the Apple Track thing. Yeah. Apple Tracks, Apple Track calling something sketchy. Like, why even? Well, because when the, when you don't have the information, because like I always say, today it's you, tomorrow it's going to be somebody else. When you don't have the information, because you were just a fucking dick the whole time, no one is, no one's going to. You're you're worthless when you don't have the information because you're not like a decent human, and it's not yeah. it's not funny. You don't look cool. It's cringe, and I just hope that he. Uh, I hope he fixes it before, uh, you know, he loses any sort of uh, possible future in social media because of it. Yeah. And, like, here's the thing. Like he Yesterday, he just went on this rant of, like, one tweet about Apple Track. Then he's making fun of how I post. Which, by the way, the way I post is not original. I've, I, I got I, – I found this formula on social media from other accounts. Yeah. Actually, fun – I'll, I'll save that story for another day. Oh, God. But there, there, there's actually a key moment that I started tweeting the way I did, and there is a specific reason that I did so. Um, basically, somebody was not the friendliest to me. So oh. then I was like, all right, fine. I'm just going to use your formula. Oh, and no. Yeah, it's <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, so anyway, he goes in this whole rant talking about everything. Very egotistic trip day, I guess. And the thing is... Own everyone with a fucking JPEG, he said. Oh, God. Come on, dude. He, like, you know, this is another tweet about just like, haha, look, the way Apple and Sam does stuff. Is I can take this, man. I, I've been... Maybe he thought it would, like, really bother me and it would, like, mess up my day. I, 
it got me thinking about it. I'll give you that. Like you definitely made me like think about it and got me to like question the way that I share things because I, I always want to be more receptive than rejecting of like new ideas. But I'm used to this. Like I, I, I don't know if you've seen the TikTok comments. I don't know if you've seen you. John and I have been doing this thing for 10 years. Like a personal attack on the way we do stuff is not a new concept. We, oh God, we've been no. doing this for so long. But my problem is when he goes after other people in the community that aren't used to that. Or he, he specifically called out like Ross Young. He's like, think about it. Ross Young only gets display sizes. And I'm like, why are you why are you shitting on Ross Young, who's like objectively the That's most accurate saying. leaker like right, we've ever done? Right now, he's got really good information, a really good source or two, and he just feels on top of the world. And I wish... <laughs> I wish I could I wish I could just like take my I wish I could give you further context around the information you have just so you know you are not that special. <laughs> I'm sorry, but none of us it's just iPhone rumors, dude. No one gives a fuck. And today it's you, tomorrow it's going to be somebody else and and that's it. That's just the name of the game. So you got to learn yeah. to like take some of this with you because I knew yeah. that, and I, you know, who knows? I'm probably going to leak Apple stuff again. I'm probably going to leak Google stuff. I'm, pro I'm probably going to leak stuff in the future. But it's not like my career died when I stopped leaking stuff. I took all of that growth with me. I kept all of it because I made actual content. The entertainment was my biggest priority over the information. And that's what separates a lot of these, uh, these accounts, people that have information, yeah. versus the people that, understand growth in social media like this is what we do and there's like an art to growing an audience like this and there's a reason we've been around for 10 goddamn years the information is just not enough and i hope that you learn that before you do too much damage to your own account yeah. well i guess it doesn't matter because he could just delete it and uh name him definitely knowns 22 and just have a new account and start over because there's yeah. no, like you, like you said, there's no accountability and he's anonymous. Yeah. So those are my thoughts on the situation. I don't have any bad blood. I just, at the end of the day, keep attacking me. You keep saying yeah. that I dumb stuff down. You can keep making false accusations. I can't stop you. As, after all, X is the platform for sweet free speech, man. Like yeah. that's, that's where I go to just say whatever's on my mind. Um, and nope. I, you know. I, I just I see how you have grown over the years and I just hope that I hope that he can you know maybe maybe he's just young we've all been young I, mm -hmm. I we, we, again we know nothing about this person so he seems no, like, smart like the way he talks he's I mean he's pretty like fluent and so yeah. it makes me wonder like initially I was I was just excusing how he was acting as just he's he's probably a little boy but uh the way he talks, he seems pretty smart. And so that's almost more disappointing because that means he's yeah. probably not a little boy and he's still acting like this. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, those are my thoughts. I, you, you know, you're not the first leaker that, uh, had a problem with how Sam and I do things, um, that spouted accusations and that no one cares about oh, it anymore. Yeah. So again, we've been doing this for a long time. There's a reason we've been around for a while. So no, but I, I don't want advice to come or not. Yeah, I don't want to come across as like arrogant or like tuning our own horn. Like we obviously, have I don't a lot feel like we are arrogant at all. Well. I'm coming yeah, from I, a I, place I, of I'm, like, I'm all... like I was in his spot, and yeah. so I'm trying to help help a brother out. You know? Yeah. No, I, I you're right. You're right. I just 
yeah, I'm I'm always uh I'm always trying to be introspective and I'm always trying to learn. Like that's the point at the end of the day is like if you're gonna make accusations about me, because well, oh, I guess wow. there's no better segue other than to the Linus situation. Uh, I'm gonna we, be we honest. Can't, we, we can't uh, you caught me off guard it. there because we, we, I we did not, not plan on talking about this at all. But Dude, uh, here it, we are. It, it's uh, it's like one of the biggest channels in the space. We can't not. Uh, yeah. So like on front page tech, I referenced it obviously. Yeah. Oh but yeah. I, I tried I not to like. You know, everyone is sort of using the situation for views and to talk about the drama right now. And uh, I'm not opposed to using it for views at all because we use everything for views. Um, but yeah, I didn't really plan on i mean well i'll i'll dance around it but uh yeah i didn't really especially on front page tech that's what if anyone was wondering that's why i didn't like actually go out of my way to cover it just because uh i don't want to use the actual i want to use his name and the situation for views but i don't want to actually i didn't want to discuss the drama on front page tech just because it feels like i this is a weird thing where i feel like i don't have all the information well, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not jumping to conclusions, but discussing what's been said, I think, is fair. I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, we don't, we don't have to. I don't want to force you to. Oh no, no, I will. Uh, the, okay, uh, okay. the Madison stuff, I'm not sure about because you know there's an external investigation happening there. And no, by the way, not to say that I don't believe her, because that would be a huge problem too. Um, I just, I just don't. The only information I have from her is that you know that series of tweets about the misconduct. And the harassment and and stuff like that, and uh, that's kind of all the information we have there. And I, for some reason, I just feel like it's not enough for me to speak on that yet. But the other stuff, like the inaccuracies and the built lab stuff, um, obviously not ideal, not great. I think my biggest disappointment is actually how they handled and responded to everything. I think that was where they missed. Well, Linus specifically. Yeah. So yeah, so to, just to catch everybody up, long story short, at the LTX, which is the Linus Tech Tips Expo they held in Canada, a bunch of tech creators are on a private tour of the LTT office. I've heard firsthand from people who are on that tour that people were saying things about this channel, Gamers Nexus. They don't do things as well. You know, they, they were throwing shade. Oh, I didn't kind know of, that. Yeah, kind of out of nowhere. I, I, people might not know that that's where they were this throwing started. shade so it, at. It's Steve at LTX. Uh, yeah, they were they were throwing shade at Gamers Nexus people on a private tour with other creators, and I, okay. I've heard this firsthand um, from people who were there. And it was just kind of out of the place. It was small comments, but obviously creators are friends with everybody. Creators talk to everybody, and somebody's like, "Hey, man, you know, Linus had a lot to say." So. Gamers Nexus uploads this whole video. They're a, a pretty big YouTube channel. Obviously, a, a competitor. So to did LTT. they? So did they know that this video was coming? I'm not. Sh- no, I, I don't think. I don't think that they. I think one of Linus's complaints is that Gamers Nexus on this hit piece did not reach out to Linus beforehand. I don't think you have to do that, but yeah. So, video comes out. Yeah, Gamers Nexus highlights what he he sort of highlights some surface stuff like inaccuracies in videos and like wild inaccuracies though like inaccuracies that like the only possible way to have them is like gross human error yeah but then 
So like that was like the first wave. And then all of a sudden these other stories start the coming floodgates, out. floodgates, bro. From two, I think, is it one or two women? One woman? Oh, I, I only know of Madison. Okay. I So I, I, I believe, and I'm just showing this article from Forbes, uh, there are some sexual harassment allegations with LTT in the work environment. I've seen a, a thread from someone as well. And, that, and by, by the way... Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm definitely not going to say any names, but, uh, I have heard sort of privately who, uh, has some issues in terms of like, uh, who the sexual harassment might be coming from at LTT. Um, and just in case it helps make people feel any better, it's not Linus. So that's Mm. cool. Yeah. Let me just, uh, show her thread, um, this is, yeah, this this is the person I was thinking about. I saw this thread as well. Um, I mean, it said some really awful things, like the career drove her to wanting to harm herself because she was so stressed out. Nobody listened. Uh, very overt, just woman in a man's world treatment to her. Like, yeah. they would tell her, I mean, just like classic tropes. Like, they'd be like, you don't speak up enough. You know, yeah. tell, tell us how you feel. And then as soon as she speaks up, it's like, whoa, you're being really bitchy and assertive <laughs> today. Can, can you calm down? Like, why are you getting so worked? You know, just classic. Uh, ca- the calm of- your tits is an yeah. actual uh, Literally. statement that was, yeah. Mm. So it's just like, you know, and that's really, really disappointing that it's like the man's world. It's like, that's fucked up, obvious. I, sh- I should go without saying that I don't think that's right. And I, yeah. you know, I'm not going to white knight out of here, but obviously that's a problem. And that's something that I, should not be tolerated in any workplace. You should be able to say whatever you want and not face repercussions because of a thing you can't control, like your sexuality, gender, whatever. Um, so, th- yeah, this this was where things started to heat up. And, you know, I don't know Linus personally. I've never talked to the man, uh, so I do not know him on that level. But I will say that his responses initially seemed pretty arrogant. They seemed pretty off base and it seemed kind of like, ah, just forget about them. We're fine. We do a great Linus job. Linus is very videos, emotional. Um, and I would say that I would agree that it came off a bit arrogant, but I didn't, I don't think it was coming from a place of arrogance. I think, uh, he was just really defensive and emotional, uh, because it's the whole thing's scary to be honest, like on a scale from one to 10, because everything happened so fast. The Gamers Nexus video comes out, and I'd say things are about a six or a seven. Like, they're already pretty not great. The way, first of all, Steve's video was like 40 minutes, and it was heavy with receipts, which is another reason why I believe he didn't need ethically to reach out to Linus. Like, he just, he had so much that there's nothing Linus can say that makes the facts from that video any less important. Um, and, then Linus responds in the LTT forums, and it's purely emotional, and like Sam said, comes off as arrogant. It's just a really, really bad response. And yeah. he didn't he didn't even wait three hours before he he typed his whole thing on the on the forums. And initially, he was that was all he was going to put out. And they yeah. weren't going to discuss it further. Um, but then that response made it worse. So now it's like an eight, and. So they make a response video that goes out at like six in the morning. I was still awake. I'm pretty sure. I remember I watched it go out, 
but the response video came out like an hour after it was clearly like it already been done and scheduled and they were sleeping and but a, uh, like an hour prior to that Madison tweeted her thread mm. so by the time this response video comes out with the whole LTT staff uh, Madison's thread is already floating around out there and it's much worse so by the time this response video comes out things are at a 10 like it's bad now and they took they took a a week off of production well this response video they claim is taking a week off production but that was before it got even worse they canceled the WAN show this week um yeah not for and Linus puts out 25 videos a week roughly so for them to pause production and not put out 25 videos that's like that's insane that the the amount of moving around for I mean you know what happens like if we we can't I don't think we've missed a week of Genius Bar. If we have, maybe it's been one. But yeah. to even to try to cancel an episode or move one of our ads is like a whole process. I yeah. can't imagine rescheduling ads and the production for 25 other videos. No, it's insane. I mean, it's the reason they're a multi-million dollar business and obviously very lucrative. And, you know, one of the things that I think made the situation, yeah, even worse by Linus's response is, he was like, it's not worth five to $800 of my employees' time to redo something. And like that quote has stuck with me because I think it really shows you the lens at which he was operating the business through, which was, we need to make as much money as possible. Oh, yeah. This is, this is not about accuracy or fun or facts. This is about how to optimize for the greatest revenue growth. I heard someone call it, refer to what Linus was doing as a review farm, and mm. that really hit. Because it's like, yeah, yikes, that's kind of, when you say it that way. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, their audience has definitely not been happy <laughs> with, with this, which I'm surprised because a lot of communities usually ride for the creator and they're like, ah, oh, whatever, this is all dumb. But yeah, I mean, basically this review, you know, Linus pops up with his LTX hoodie and... They make a few sponsor jokes in there too, which didn't sit well with people. They joked about like sponsors and 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 ads. They what I think they plugged LTT store. I think Nick plugged LTT store. Um, oh, they put out a. Uh, they put out some updates. With a, a, a pinned comment. So yeah, they they had monetization on at first. Oh, did they really? Which. Okay, I, I I guess for this situation you don't. I I'm of I'm I, no, a probably, you know what actually I'm fine with that because like I, it's it's their drama to begin with. Like they can monetize that. I think I, that it's only icky I if am, you monetize like a death of somebody else or something. Yeah, my opinion, and a lot of people might get mad, which is fair, because as a creator, you know, I guess there's some greed or something involved. But I'm like, yeah, I want to be able to monetize my own controversy. And now if there's like. If they were covering the sexual assault allegations or something, I yeah, think that's, that's different. different. But, but when I it's want, just covering inaccuracies everyone, and stuff. Everyone, you need to think think about what I just said like two minutes ago. You're mad that they monetized their response video. And by being mad at that, you're also just willfully ignoring the fact that they stopped production for a week. What is what does this video have? How many views? This video has four point five mil. 
So what, 10, 15 grand maybe in YouTube ad revenue? Yeah, that's fair. 10, 15 grand in YouTube ad revenue. They most likely missed out on millions of dollars by stopping production on 25 videos. So, yeah, you know, a few hundred thousand. Like to like really put that in perspective, like monetizing this video, I I think that if we're looking at this ethically and morally, they did a better job by by canning production for a week. Like why be mad about them monetizing this video? They're not monetizing for a week. Yeah. So parts of yeah, parts of this video where and now a word from our sponsor. Just yeah. kidding. That's not going to be happening. Like, yeah, I I don't know. They're trying. Also, the lighting in this video is insane. Yeah, I mean, their lighting looks amazing. It. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got the. I whole just team. wonder when the fuck they made this video because Linus put out his response on the forums. It was like, hey, I'm not talking about. We're not going to talk about this again. And then by six a.m. This video was out. So, like, when did they have time to make this, make it look so good, and put it out? Yeah, you look, you look silly. Like, and when I first saw that response of like, "We're not talking about this," it's silly. I was like, first of all, as a content creator, I'm like, "This is good content." This is when it was just the allegations of like tech channel versus tech channel. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Uh-huh. This is not when there were other things involved when you should definitely needed to be more serious. But when it's just. Guy A is making accusations about Guy B. I'm a sucker. I love the drama. Like, I love watching and seeing, like, what people say and respond. Yeah. Especially in the tech community where there never is drama. I was like, this is really interesting. Let's see what happens. And yeah. for him to be like, I'm just doing a forum post. This is so below me to say. But yeah, then we well, know you were f- making jokes about them and, and shading them. Like, I get yeah. why they were mad. I'm, and so they were I'm right. conflicted, though, because, like, what Linus did is sort of the default. Like it's what all of us are told to do by our peers. It's what it's like our first instinct. Be defensive. I mean, you even said earlier, like we cannot count how many times people have accused us of something or yeah. shit on our content or shit on our process of doing things. And you just sort of have to just shrug and, you know, whatever. And uh, I think that in 99% of cases, the way Linus responded is how all of us would probably respond. Just sort of, eh, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, this too will pass. And yeah, uh, this is just one of those instances where that was the incorrect option. <sighs> yeah, The incorrect yeah. option. Yeah, and well, yeah, when I saw how much content they were really putting out and... There, there, yeah, there's a balance. And at the okay, end of the day, so, you are working with humans and you can't push people that hard all the time. So people have been discussing or floating the idea that this, that this is so bad that it really hurts Linus. What Do you have a prediction? What does your gut say? How do they come out of this? I mean, I think this is a... I think this is a massive dub for Gamers Nexus. They struck at the right time. People oh, yeah. Gonna go- people are going to be going there a lot. Well, I, f- like, I feel that like... That dude went from, like, good respect to insane respect, and Lin- Linus went from insane respect to not... And that rarely happens. Like, yeah. the way that Steve did it wasn't malicious. It wasn't... It wasn't even disrespectful. Like... Oh, no. It was just... If anyone's going to call anybody out ever, it should be done that way. Like, that was just... Uh, I'm sure 
like I said, we all want views. Like, yeah. I, I hate people that are like, oh, you're just trying to get views. Well, no fucking shit. That's the whole point of this game. That's <laughs> you, what, you got us. Yeah. Congratulations. You discovered the secret. Yeah. Um, but his intentions felt pretty genuine in that video. First of all, it's 45 minutes. They did a crazy amount of research. They had so much data. They weren't just talking nonsense for 45 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. And it seemed like he was, it was more of a public... Uh, what would you call that? Like a public service. Like he was, he was trying to inform people about misinformation coming from one of the largest tech channels and one of the gateway tech channels also between like regular consumers and then nerds. Uh, so I, I I absolutely agree. His video was, was great. Um, and by itself, I think that this situation, uh, I think it's fixable, and Linus addresses all the issues with labs and and how they go about testing. It's the other stuff that's a bit worrying. Like it's yeah. that's it's the it's the real life like harassment and misconduct on top of the on top of the like you know the misinformation that yeah that I mean really sets us up pretty bad. They had the receipts. Um... It's, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they brought up other things that, that actually I think about, um, you know, where they were saying like Asus was a title sponsor of LTX and then Asus had some issues with some Mm. hardware and apparently LTT went a bit light on the Asus situation. And, you know, frankly, it, uh, I don't know how to say this. Might as well just say it. <laughs> I mean, I've I've said it before, but like obviously, and you know, what? I think I think some people have said it publicly. So I'll just word it like this: When you get Apple products early, for some people, you have to toe a line. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that's a direct quote from someone that has said things before. So I don't think I'm saying anything that has. I think that is a direct quote from someone who has said things before. Uh, no, wow. just, I know, I know. <laughs> that <insightful>. was beautiful. <laughs> but you know, <sighs> all right. Let's just let's just move on to the next controversy. Sorry, this is uh, no, this no, has just been a. Dr- you didn't answer my question though. Do you? Do oh, you what see happens? A path forward. Do, like Sorry. when they come back, do you see? Like, is this? Does this really hurt Linus long term, or is it kind of like? other internet stuff that is here today, gone tomorrow, and we move on. No, for Linus, it hurts him long-term. Because Linus had the reputation of cultivating a community of, and I'm saying this kindly, but know-it-alls. That's kind of the LTT audience, broadly. Again, I'm not saying 100%. I I know, I'm just saying broadly, it's kind of the Maybe not call them know-it-alls. Maybe they're just know-a-lots. Sure, that's the better way to put it. Know a lots. Yeah. So when Linus constantly says things by judge a company by what they actually do and how yeah. they respond to criticism, and then that's how you respond to criticism, that's not – you've said that time and time and time and time again. So then when you are the one in the spotlight and you react that way, you need to be more self-aware. Mm-hmm. And I do think that this is going to be a major stain for a while, and I think it's going to hurt their business, and I think it's – I think it shows the pitfalls of having a creator lead your business because we're all human at the end yeah. of the day. And uh, I, what do you think? I think the 
the bigger anchor here that's going to weigh them down is going to be Madison and potentially people that have similar stories to her because uh, that is not okay. And even if it is, even it, let's let's assume it's isolated. Let's assume it's just her. It's not every woman that works there. Uh, that's still really shitty and shouldn't have happened there. Um, and I see that being even more detrimental than the Gamers Nexus stuff longer term. So much so that I think that because Taryn, the CEO, the the new newly appointed CEO, yeah. I think he told The Verge directly that they're doing a third-party investigation into, you know, the Madison stuff. And uh, I see that whether it is, uh, whether it's true or not, I can see them coming out of that investigation firing someone. Like, I don't see them having a, I don't see them having a third-party investigation with no solution, with them to be like, Oh, so third party, the third party found nothing wrong. We didn't do anything wrong. So, okay, let's move on. I don't think the public will accept that. And I think that they are now in a corporate position, which is weird because they're, they're, they're YouTubers like us, but they built yeah. this corporation now to where they yeah. might have to do what other corporations do in a situation like this, which is just kind of sacrifice somebody. Like either the investigation <laughs> finds somebody at fault and you get rid of them. And I think I know who it is. Or. Uh, you kind of just pull someone in and say, uh, listen, it's got to be somebody and it's going to be you. <laughs> just like, <laughs> because I don't think just saying that we're doing an investigation is good enough. Like, uh, her, her allegations, um, I'm going to assume that they're true. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that has to result in something. I, I don't think the public will let this move forward without something happening in that company as a response to that situation. And I will say the approach that they took to their apology video, I think they thought was really smart, but I think it ends up sounding like Look, we're better now. Keep keep watching. Keep the views coming. Yeah. Like, well, it's especially like, yeah, it's especially awkward when you consider that this is their second response. Like, if that if that was what they posted at first, uh, I think it it carries a little bit more weight. But the fact that Linus came out swinging on the LTT forums was like, ah, we're, we're not going to talk about this again, and yeah. then had to make the video out of pressure yeah. makes it mean a lot less. And, you know, they sit down with everybody from every section like, these are the things that we're changing. But it was so fast and they're so to the point that it's like. Did you guys only... even think this through? <laughs> exactly. You're, you're clearly doing this. Like literally hours ago, Linus was saying we're never going to talk about this again. And then it was like, these are the company wide changes that will further make us good again. And I I'm... think that was a Taryn thing, by the way. Taryn clearly understands the severity of the situation and wanted to get in front of it. And. But the issue is Linus is stepping on everyone's own toes because he's emotional, and I, and I love Linus, uh, but he is very. And I have a similar issue. Like I have had phases and, and bouts uh, online where I will just argue emotionally with everyone on Twitter, 
for no reason. Like, it doesn't serve me. It doesn't serve anybody. I'm just wasting my time. And it's purely because I am emotional. And on that days, I shouldn't have the platform that I have. Like, I should know to (laughs) to just not get on the apps, to not look. But I'm human like everyone else. And someone should have stopped Linus, especially with that many people around him from posting that response. That was not good. The best advice I can give anyone that's ever like gone through anything. And like my stuff has always been like really small and really, you know, never anything like, I don't want to say not serious because I I take everything seriously, but you know, nothing, I guess that hit the mainstream or that like really blew up, but even small stuff I've, I've done two things. One, I haven't responded right away. And two, I've sat on it for at least two to three days and I felt like shit for two to three days. Like I, but privately <laughs> and not yes, in front yes, of everybody. You, you, you have, I, I feel like you have to go through that because initially you're very emotional and like, yeah, my initial response to unknowns, <laughs> I wish, I wish you could have seen the draft. It was very snarky oh, and it was just giving him a taste of his own medicine. And I said to myself, because actually the flight got delayed. Uh, and I had an extra Saved 30 minutes because one of the panels on our plane was open on takeoff. They go, bro, this is real. They go, hey, uh, hey, everybody, just want to get. Yeah, they go, hey, everybody, uh, just uh, if you're wondering why we haven't moved, another aircraft spotted one of our panel doors open. We're going to have to uh, we're gonna have to redock and uh, we'll, we'll let you know what happens from there. Yeah, just just a small me- mechanical door bro. open. That another plane saw. And I was like, yo! They, they didn't what? even catch it? Another plane saw it? That's what I'm like. I'm like, bro was just driving Dude, down the runway out his window. And he's like, oh, shit. There's a door open on that plane. Dude, you would have been actually dead probably. I saw and just somebody casually, a couple like, rows. Somebody a couple rows in front of me. I don't know if this is true because I just heard him say it. He was like, I texted a friend of mine who knows about this. And he said it was probably a door that would lead to the cabin being depressurized. And John, of course, of course, after we hear about this mechanical problem that they fix, it is the worst turbulence on takeoff I've ever experienced in my life, dude. It It's to the point where it's silent on that plane, but everybody's kind of looking around uh-huh. because John, it is. It was like where your stomach is dropping every three seconds on takeoff. And I was like, this is it. They didn't actually fix it. There was something else that was wrong. And I was like, this is it. But at least I sent my tweet to unknowns before it took off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dude, how could they be so casual about something that could have been actually catastrophic? I don't know. I Oopsies, please forgive us. I would never fly that airline again. Well, they're through my loyalty program. It was United Airlines. On Bro, the how are you from... going to be loyal to them? They weren't loyal to you. <laughs> Another plane had to tell them. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Yeah, United Airlines. Find out who a... fucking told them and start flying that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Spirit. Yeah. Spirit, the Thank one thing you, they Spirit. do is they're mechanical. <laughs> uh, you won't be alive in the plane, but you will be alive outside the plane. Yeah. Uh, well, Spirit yeah. would make sense because they're used to having to check every five minutes to make sure that thing is still held together. I guess... Dude, how long have we been talking? I feel like we've talked about a lot today, but I still have a lot to say because I put out a video this and we, week. And by the way, we're recording this the same day that it goes out for the first time in ever. So Yeah, sorry. We're um, recording it like an hour or two before you see it. 
Okay, last thing about the Linus situation. Okay. Is I have a prediction. Okay. Give it to us. Uh, that I think that there might be toxic culture at a lot of big YouTube channels that has yet to become unsurfaced. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, it, there are... Uh, we are not doing that here, by the way. No. We're not, but there's a lot that... that. Okay, you know how, like, you people with a 9-to-5 job that are co- the corporate structure of things, there are... There are rumblings that you hear. There are discussions that you have with coworkers. Uh, we also have discussions with coworkers. We all sort of have our own businesses and everything is separate, but we are all in the same industry and we all talk. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that. I mean, there's stuff that we all have shit, dude. We all have shit. There's stuff about me that's bad. There's stuff about everyone. There. It, yeah. It's just like. It's. You will soon realize that everyone is human but there are some cultures uh with with channels that you are familiar with that are quite toxic and i yes. i think you're right i think that uh this stuff coming out is probably not great for other people yeah i think it's sort of opened the floodgates for other tech youtubers that and it are could get some nasty of our favorites because yeah in this industry, there's no like, hey, just post it on Facebook so people are aware. People, it's like, yeah, going back full circle, having the information is not enough, and the people that could that know information about behind the scenes stuff that could talk about that information are also in this space and understand entertainment and growth and will uh, creatively use that information. Yeah. And so I see a lot of fireworks in the in the future. Basically, everybody that you work with is a human. And try your best to treat them as so instead of numbers or your own financial gain. Because that's a set. Like, if I'm just thinking about the situations that I'm aware of from other YouTubers, it's just that. I also, it's just that humans have human needs and yeah. they're often ignored in place of the product or content. And, and we are all just... fucking flawed. Yeah. I heard a quote the other day that I think will stick with me forever. Hmm. I so I'll hear quotes and it and maybe it's not meant to be quotes. It just it resonated with me and I'll write them in my notes. This one resonated with me so much that I didn't even feel the need to write it down. Hmm. It's don't attribute to malice what could be attributed what could be attributed to incompetence. So don't assume that someone is coming from uh don't don't assume that someone is just being malicious or that their intentions are bad. They are just human and flawed and are making a mistake most of the time. It's just it's, it's most of the yeah. time it is a mindless mistake. And uh, is not meant to be malicious. Like the Linus thing, the 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 first one, the Gamers Nexus stuff. stuff yeah. Them being inaccurate with numbers, them missing that and posting it and shrugging it off isn't coming from a place of malice. It's coming from they are in such a routine and such a flow that production cannot slow down because 
like I said, the information is not enough. And they understand this business. They understand entertainment. And entertainment is always the number one priority. And because of that, and because they're producing so much so fast, so many other things fall to the wayside. And because they're stuck in a pattern and they're stuck in that rhythm, they lose sight of how important that information is. And they can they find ways to justify it and excuse it when, in reality, maybe it's not so excusable. And it takes someone to bring that to their attention to be like, hey, actually, this is a problem for them to be able to step back because now yeah. they're not making all those videos this week and they can be like, oh, shit. Like, just re- just rebalance for a second. I don't think that they were being... I don't think it was malicious. It's not coming from a place of malice. It's coming from a place of incompetence. And yeah. now that they're made aware of it, I think that part will be better. Those problems can be addressed and fixed within their structure the problems that can't be fixed is the treatment of other employees. That can't be fixed without the removal of whoever did that to Madison. Whoever yeah. talked to her like that, hopefully it was just one person. Hopefully it wasn't just the bro culture and everyone around her. Because oh. that's that's much worse. In which case, if everyone... If that's my company and all like the majority of the guys acted like that and treated her like that, I would get rid of all of them. <sighs> That'd be horrible yeah. for the business. Oh, yeah. But, no, uh... Not acceptable. Yeah, they're all gone. So hopefully it's just one. <laughs> Let's talk about the iPhone 14 battery situation again. Um, I... <laughs> I didn't really realize how big it was going to get online after I shared that thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, it went from being just like me feeling a certain way Oh, this is the sponsorship. Hold on. <laughs> Went from me feeling a certain way to like Verge, Forbes, Creative Block, you know, every, everybody, everybody basically. India Time. God BGR, damn, that like, video looks good. Holy fuck. I'm pretty sure man. I texted you after I saw that. I was you like, did. where did you, you did. film this? Uh, that was at Sarah Dietschy's house. I was in LA last week. Bro. Watching the, but but it cat. looks like your room. That's oh, what's so confusing. You. Like the door is in the same exact spot. I thought you just put shit in your in your room. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't. You, think about you could it that build way. that yourself. Like actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, essentially, this situation is uh, not great, and um, Apple, <laughs> Apple needs to do something. Uh, I didn't say this overtly in my video, but after traveling with this phone and barely using it and being on low power mode from 100% to zero. You did it too? I have to do that with this phone too. When I travel low power mode and the MagSafe battery pack. No, no. And it still died. Come on, man. I don't know what to say. The iPhone 14 Pro. I have a question, Sam. Yeah. Because... Uh, this didn't click with me until after we talked about it on the podcast last week. Yeah. This is less I, than your old phone. I have noticed that a lot of people complaining about the battery are also on the beta. In which, Some people. In which case, this is wildly overblown, and it's your fault. But, hang on, I haven't finished. Okay. If... if if the case is that everyone's battery capacity has diminished because they installed the beta, then you are the stupid one. And this is not an Apple iPhone problem. This is you installed mm-hmm. a beta on your main device. So yeah. play stupid games, win stupid prizes. 
Uh, the difference is my battery capacity is at 88, 89 percent, 87. I can't remember. I showed it last week. No beta on my phone. Never. Yes. So that's the thing. And just look. By the way, this took hours to edit. Just this part of the video. Just look. This is just 60 of 2,000 responses to my tweet. Yeah. There is zero percent chance that every single one of these people would be owning the beta. I mean, look, look at this, bro. This is not an isolated incident. And what has Apple said? Absolutely not a word. The Verge has reached out. Wall Street Journal has reached out. So many people in the community have reported the exact same thing. Join nah, no reason. Just be completely quiet. We're, the iPhone 14, like everyone's figuring this out bef right before the iPhone 15 comes out. It, it is a bad time for them. The and lifespan of this phone is over. I don't think they're going to respond. No, no, no. Here, here's the problem. Apple cannot respond right now. Go on. Because then going into the iPhone 15, it's going to be a battery joke, battery gate situation. I mean, yeah, the second Apple responds amplifies this way, way more. It brings so, credibility to all of this. And so they don't want that. If Apple is the good, honest company that I think they mostly are, I'm not saying they're perfect, but I think that they mostly are, I think that we will see a service program very quietly on a Friday a couple weeks after the 15 comes out. Okay. That is my theory. I could see that. If Apple does not reply at all, I will not forget the situation. I will continually bring it up because it is unacceptable that you – no, I'm serious. It is unacceptable that you spend $1,000 on a phone. Okay, lamers nexus. And and there's there's no way I am actually going to have to switch phones because of how bad the battery life has gotten. Like I have – John, I Damn. have been on my phone for less than 30 minutes today and I've lost 13%. Let's see where, where your boy's at. That's not okay. Oh, no, I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I checked my I checked my battery percentage while it's been on the charger the whole episode, so it's at a hundred. <laughs> Got him. But, but okay, <laughs> why is it on the charger at noon? Because I know I won't make it through the day if I don't have it there. So that is f okay. That is a pro. There is some, and I I said my theory is maybe the batteries run hot or the thermals or something, but something is wrong, and I. This is definitely the first iPhone in a few years where I know it requires a pit stop in the middle of the day. And isn't that insane for their most expensive premium model that's made for pros? Mm -hmm. That's not okay. You, you that like, I am very lenient on Apple in some areas, but it has gotten to the point where I am actually going to switch to my regular 14 because I haven't used it as much and the battery is higher. And I'm actually going to take this to the Apple store and get a battery replacement. That is Damn. how bad it is. I'm, I have to pay a hundred dollars. And the thing is, and the, like the way the through line for this video is like, I can afford it. It doesn't affect me, but other people can't afford a hundred dollars every year and a half for their iPhone in perpetuity. And yeah. I said this before, but I, I can't recommend this phone right now. And I know, listen, I know that Apple's in a treacherous situation. I know that for biz, they can't really say anything right now, but they should. And I I will give them until a month after the iPhone 15 releases. But if they 
never say one word about the 14 series and just act like it was completely normal. That that will be unacceptable and that will be a stain that I will not forget. Because it's it not right me, for people. It makes me wor- more worried about the 15 line because didn't they actually physically mess with battery tech this year? So, yes. <sighs> Apparently the A16 chip is also less efficient than the A15, I've heard. Uh, even though it's slightly more powerful, so that could have a negative effect on battery. Mm -hmm. It basically seems like they just... And do you remember when we first got the 14 Pros, we were like, the battery's fine. It's about the same as the 13. Mm -hmm. But if it's about the same as the 13 when, when the 13 ended, that's not good. That's not good at all. Yeah. I mean, are you frustrated by this? Because I, I am legitimately like, I like yesterday, I'm like, I am an Apple YouTuber and I have to run my phone on low power mode just to make it home. This is, by the way, with my phone on airplane mode with no cellular or Wi-Fi radios on for more than four hours in a day um, on low power mode and it didn't make it. That is actually absurd. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm like frustrated to an extent, but I'm not upset, uh, but that doesn't mean much. Um, I'm not upset because of my position. Like this is what we do for a living. Uh, and I know that next month I'm getting the new one. So like, it doesn't matter much to me. You know, by the time I notice that my battery sucked ass, I'm good. I'm about to get a new one. Uh, I'm upset for the the market as a whole like this is horseshit um but like there are, there are things that alleviate this for me that shouldn't I shouldn't have that shouldn't be required for me to feel better like one of them is my watch this thing is never going to die and so even if my phone dies I feel confident you know I'm not going to like miss anything important I can still call 911 if I have to um plus iPads MacBooks Macs you know just like I'm surrounded by I'm I'm very lucky uh, so to me, this isn't in my life. This isn't a horrible issue. I work from home. I just fucking put my phone on the charger. I charge it up in the yeah. middle of the day and we're fine. Uh, but yeah, if I had a nine to five, if I was traveling, if I wasn't home, wasn't around a charger and I had to actively go out of my way to remember to keep my phone alive. Yeah. That's a, that is a big, big issue. Yeah. And that's 99% of people. Yeah. Like 99% of people are leaving their home and they bought this phone and they want it to last four plus years. Mm -hmm. You will have to get two to three battery replacements, an extra $300 on this phone. And if you're already spending 300 on an old phone, now you've invested 1300 on a phone. You're only going to get like 500 back for, Mm -hmm. I, I'm not conspiratorial. I don't think that Apple's doing this on purpose. I think that engineering probably put this together and they were like, Hmm, this isn't the best, but we got to ship a phone. Gotta go. And this is the it's best the, we got. It's the, it's the, they got 25 videos to put out this week. They got to hurry, you know? They got 100 million iPhones to ship. That's why I need a response from Apple. And it, I will be honest. It's like <laughs> one of the many reasons I would love a relationship with Apple is because I love Apple products and I'd like to get access to them. But, you know, it would be great to like reach out to them and get a comment for a story like this instead. Yeah. Like it's why just know. so you can steal it for Apple track. <laughs> exactly. Um, let me find uh, let me find this article 
it was uh, it was really cool to see this. Uh, the Verge is one of my favorite publications, and uh, I listen to like their podcast every week. And I will be honest, it, it was their pretty podcast crazy is to not see. as fun as ours, but you know, no, it's fun. It was pretty crazy to see in the first paragraph of a Verge story, like my name and my publication. Uh huh. And it was definitely very validating. Like they even put my TikTok in here, and um, yeah, it was just a. Uh, I don't know. It was uh it was pretty it just felt good. I, I felt I felt heard and I was like, damn, I'm actually doing this for a reason. Like people care about what I say, and I was like, thank you. I appreciate everyone. And specifically, this line at the bottom really resonated. We've contacted Apple about these reports and we'll update if we receive any additional information. Like Apple reaching out, being like, yo, this guy Sam. You mean the verge reaching out? Yeah. Uh, the Verge reaching out and be like, yo, Joanna Stern, this guy Sam are having battery issues. Like, yeah, it just, it, it meant a lot and I felt heard and I was like, oh, thank you. Like now I know Apple's aware. The Verge has a very good working relationship with Apple. Um, and I think they're actually one of the best for, for balancing fairness with also like getting stuff early. And I, I think they do a great job, but that's also because yeah, they have really strict ethics. They have really good ethics policies and they don't accept, um, I like agree. I, it, uh, I, I think I've heard it like events. They can't even drink like the free juices that companies give them. So like when Apple has breakfast for all the media people, I believe that Verge employees are not allowed to take any. Hmm, like I, they can take water, I assume, because it's water. But like they can't drink juices, bagels, because that would be, you know, it's going to make them in a better mood and, you know, feel. I, I, I don't know. I, res- I respect uh, Neelai's, uh I respect him as editor-in-chief. I think he does a good job of running that publication. So, Anyway, this they situation... Are, they are terrible at building PCs, but their ethics are pretty good. <laughs> oh, my God. That was one time. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, thank you for covering it. I hope we hear back from Apple. It's gotten the coverage that I think is warranted. And I'm sorry if your battery sucks. Like, just know I'm right there with you every day. I find it unacceptable, and I would like Apple to... Ch- I-, I need Apple to change this. I... I- I do not think it is fair to say nothing with the state that these phones are in. This is quicker degradation than we've ever seen on an iPhone. I've been doing this for 10 years. And for it to be the newest phone and one of their most expensive. Yeah. Listen, if this was the iPhone SE, I get it having a small battery that's going to degrade because it's 400. Like, it's the cheapest model. For this to be their highest end offering, doesn't sit right. People, People are paying a rack for these phones. They need to last more than a year and a half. At They're minimum, rack. two years. I would, I would rather get rid of a gig of RAM, make my battery better. Like we got to no, make choices for sure. No, and yeah, it's just like uh, that is. It's such a vital part that. Yes, man. If it was RAM or something else that only we noticed, yeah, that's one thing. But this is everybody that bought this iPhone can be confronted with this issue, and that's not good. And it's looking like they will be. I mean, some people have had fine battery battery life, but it doesn't seem like that's the majority. And it's, yeah, it's it's a lot of people. It's it's not just the journalist at The Verge. It's not just Joanna at The Wall Street Journal. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. It is ubiquitous across tech media. And from the replies, it seems relatively ubiquitous across gen pop of like people that bought these phones. So yeah. Yeah, basically, I'm I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to get Apple to do something. I want them to do something, and I will be taking full credit if they do do something. Just for the record, I thought you were gonna so. say I will be taking legal action. I was like, holy shit, Sam. 
I mean, you want to start a class action? I don't want to say anything, but depending on what Apple's response is, you would. Wow, you really want to ruin any even <sighs> crumb of possibility that they will Listen, be your buddy? <laughs> At the end of the day, I want to do what's right. And I think that's the through line of this video. I want Unknown to be nice. I want Linus to be good. I'm trying to be a better person. I want to be a better person. Well, I don't want to come from that either. I yeah, I don't want to come from, you know, we're the white knights and we're telling everyone else how to correct yeah, their actions. Yeah, I don't want it to be that. we're pretty fucked up too. But I know, but I'm just like, I feel like it's not that hard to do the right thing. I feel like we do better on average than we do bad. The, I mean, the whole... <sighs> The whole, yeah, I guess so. But the whole thing is like, we are bad and we fuck up and we talk about when we are bad and when we fuck up or at least try to acknowledge it. And yeah. we're, I'm just trying to get other people to do that too. Like uh, the Unknowns 21 thing, like, like I said, it's coming from a place of, hey, I was there. I was in the exact same spot, kind of acting the exact same way three, four years ago. And it's just not as cool as you think. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I like that about our, our show and our podcast. And I've, I've heard that from other people. They like that it just feels like us being boys. Yeah, I feel talking, like I feel honest. like we've grown the most from this show. Like from being able to like yeah. talk it out and. Yeah. I mean, we covered some Apple news. I guess the yeah. ba battery thing is technically Apple news, but yeah. these are my favorite episodes when we just sit and just chat as boys. I think it also yeah, helps I mean, that we are actually boys in real life. Yeah. We're bros. Also, can't end this video without a little rant. I now pay $150 a year for Bloomberg. By the way, if you want my login info, since we share the information, like just hit me up and I'll, I'll give you my guy. Why do you do that? Because I'm tired of making new trial accounts every three months. <laughs> Aside from that, I have decided to support my brother, Mark Gurman. And guess oh what? The week after I sign up, he takes the week off. No power <laughs> on. No power on newsletter. Mark, I'm paying $150 a year, really just for you. I don't care about the financial markets. Where's my power on, Mark? I was promised a weekly newsletter with exclusive details. Hey, can we I'm charge thirsty, $150 Mark. Bucks a year for people to listen to this? This is more content than Mark gives us. So, <laughs> I mean, we could, but you put know, it behind a paywall. No, I never. I never. I don't know if I've told you that, but I would never. The only thing I could do is like if we were like a Spotify exclusive, sure. But like I would never put it behind a but Spotify. You can still listen to the podcast for free. So I would never put the show behind a paywall where for the main content, you would have to pay extra. That just doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, me either. Bro, I'm, I, I, I'm I just want I people to have access to it. I don't know. I love podcasts. I love that they're free. I no, I wouldn't I wouldn't put this show behind a paywall, but I would make like uh a, like a bonus like after show. Yeah, or I, something. I I'd be open to that at some point. You know, maybe one day. But we give people the after show for free anyway, so Yeah. And you know what? I don't care if I'm making less money right well, now. Well like maybe this nice is a good example. Days. We made zero dollars from this episode, so Yeah, we are yet again sponsorless. Woo! 
Yay, but the drought is over. Next week, ads are back. Yay. Ads are back, baby. Yay. Thank you. John, any uh, any parting shots? Anything else on your mind? Any controversies you've been involved in that we need to address? Not yet. Uh, Being too damn hot. Peenies crossed. No controversies yet. Uh, looking at our note to see if there's anything that we should talk about on the way out. I don't think so. I think we did pretty good. Oh, I spent time in L.A. this week, I said, and that was fun. Oh, yeah, you did do that. How was it? It was really good. It was a little lonely at points because I don't know the most people out there. Um, but Why, why you got to make it sound so sad? No, I'm, not, I'm just being honest. Like, moving's hard. I don't know. I thought about it. I was like, I shouldn't say that because it sounds No, I felt that way sad, when I moved I was like, here, too. I was like, no, that's actually how I feel. I just I need to be honest and vulnerable. I mean, yeah, it's uh, especially like so. That's like your home, t- your home turf. L.A. No, <laughs> what St. Louis? Oh yeah, yeah. I born and raised, so obviously that's, it's yeah. It's that's what I mean. Like when I moved here, like I'm sure my next move will be much easier. But moving here, yeah. When I, you know, I spent my whole life in Ohio, grew up like I didn't even. I'm talking the same place in Ohio. Like, maybe I lived in two, three different towns, but they were- Lordstown, baby. Yeah, Lordstown, Ohio. They were like, you know, I lived in Newton- I, When I was a wee tot, grew up in Newton Falls, Ohio, then moved to Lordstown. They're like 10 minutes away from each other. Yeah. So it's like, and so when you move far, far away, it's a, it's a lot. Yeah. And I felt that way moving into my apartment now. Like, one mm. day on the pod, we'll have to go into detail of how, how it was. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, uh- <laughs> It's like, you know, when you're a little boy, it, when you're yeah. a little boy and you spend the night at your friend's house and then when everyone falls asleep and it is time to spend the night at somebody else's house, you're uncomfortable. You're like, I kind of just wish my mom could come pick me up and take me back mm-hmm. home so I could sleep in my own bed. It's like yeah. that. But now you're an adult and now you pay to spend the night at your friend's house every day. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't pay, yeah. they will kick you out of your friend's house. <laughs> yeah. And then your friend comes and knocks on the door <laughs> yeah. called the landlord. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I, I don't want to, I, I say that lonely was 10% of the time. And I know that that's going to be like, I'm 10% lonely now in St. Louis in my apartment. And I know that that just is a sign that I need to work harder and like reach out more and be more social. But the through line that I want to get at is that it was really fun and I really liked it. And I, I'm going to say it. I, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready, bro. Say I've been what? talking about it to move. Like, oh, you were you were ready in July, remember? Okay, but I was I was I was pseudo ready. But like, actually, having spent a week out there alone, uh-huh. I was like, you know what? This is a fresh start, and it was very inspiring. And just the few conversations I had with people in industry, it was just ref- it was just cool, man. It was just fun, and I feel like I learned new things already. And being able to like, dude, I just went for like a run or a hike every night, and the weather was that just sounds awesome, fucking. Perfect. Speaking of weather, have you have you looked at the forecast for the rest of the week? No, dude, I'm I'm actually dog. Every day here, every day is over a hundred. Every day is like a hundred, two hundred and three. Oh, so you got it. Oh, fuck yeah! I get a hundred and six for you on Friday. What the hell? Yeah, I'm not gonna be. Uh, Let running. me look at the. Oh, like, right, right now it's 97. R- cool. Right now it's 101 here. Oh my god! Look at mine for the week, bro. It says it feels like 106 right now. 
Oh, it's ninety nine. Yeah, it's ninety nine here right currently. It's the high today is one hundred one. Sorry, one hundred one today, one hundred one tomorrow, one hundred, one hundred, one hundred, one hundred two. You have a crazy day of one hundred six. It's the Midwest. That's small. Who, who is who is St. Louis and why is he so hot? Dude, I don't know, but I'm very excited to move. Um, yeah. I, what what are your vibes? What are your vibes? Are you gonna you gonna do an LA trip soon? You gonna uh an LA trip like before move? Yeah, I'm just I don't know. Like, are you like actually ready? Because like it, I was like pseudo ready, but actually being out there, I was like, no, this is. I'm never even... actually ready to do much of anything. I just do it, <laughs> and then the readiness happens. <laughs> like uh, it was very. It was really good for me to be out there, and I wanted. I thank Sarah for, um, you know, letting me stay at her place, and she's very. She, I mean, her and her husband are just the fucking goats, man. Like the they goats. are just the best. They really are. Like when you talk about like just good people, uh-huh. mm, they're they're so kind, and yeah, I mean, there's there's a reason we love Sarah, and she's been on like the most episodes, obviously. Yeah, um, but it was just really cool to be able to spend time there, and even when it was like. Oh, I don't know. And like the anxiety kicks in of like, is this really like my life now? It still <laughs> felt right, man. Like I was still just like, this is where I'm supposed to be for some reason. I don't know why, but it hey, was really man. cool. Hey man, if that's where your asshole's taking, you just follow it. Follow the feeling yeah. you got. You know? Yeah. That's where my testicles take me. Hey, did you reach out to the uh the center for the swap? About the about the testicle swap? Yeah. Uh, not yet. You know, I'm procrastinating, putting it off. It's a big call, you know, oh. not quite sure how to approach it. So, uh, uh, you know, and I want to make sure my front panel is pristine. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by insert male grooming <laughs> yeah. product sponsor that we've yeah. worked with in the past too. I think we're working with again soon. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. That's life. Overall, I had a good week. LA's fun. I'm very excited for us to be out there and to be doing the show in person every week in the next six months, hopefully. I want uh, I want to eat on the podcast. I want I want us to film it during lunchtime and uh, mm. everyone eats lunch with us. That would be fun. It'd be a cool, like, we should make a tech morning show where we eat breakfast with people that are watching in the morning. That's the rule. You can't watch it later in the day. If you missed it that morning, you got to wait till the next morning to watch it, to catch up. But then... Then I would, ha- <clears throat> I would have to get up early. I don't do super well in the early. Oh, I know. You and I woke up what, like eleven thirty today? Yeah. Because okay, to be fair, coming back from LA, it's two hours different. So like, oh, don't pretend like we don't normally sleep. You're right. You're right. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you can call me off from VS. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Listen, there are and, perks to the job, and that's one of them. I don't want to yeah. wake up in the morning, so I don't got it. Do you want to talk about not wanting to wake up? No, I want to wake up, just not in the morning. Yeah, just anytime after 11. Yeah, like if I can hear the birds, uh, nah. Fuck yeah, off. Too too early. Oh, dude, I was watching her cat. This Judy? just reminded me. And Judy's Wait, did cool I just dox Judy? Are we no, not supposed that's... to know her name? Well, it's a him. Remember, oh, it's Judy. a boy cat with Judy. I, I know. I constantly yeah. misgender it. I'm sorry, Judy. Yeah, um, it's not your fault. It's because she named it Judy. And I will say I've never really spent time around cats ever, oh, like long Jane, term. Though. Oh, yeah, I guess so. And uh, <laughs> they're little rascals sometimes. 
they're they're all very different. They all have very different personalities. Yeah, they are. Cause uh How was Judy? The week started off real nice. Like Judy was very respectful when he was hungry for food in the morning. Mm-hmm. But eventually about, you weren't a stranger anymore. The novelty At about wore 9 a.m., I'd wake up, I'd walk out the bedroom door. It was like either closed or like, you know, cracked. He was just sitting there. And the second he saw you, he just went, and I was like, oh, you want your tuna? I'm on my way to my uh-huh. bathroom, my morning pee before I go back to bed. Sure, I'll give you your tuna. And the second day, he got a little bit closer to the door. I heard him, you know. <laughs> with his little paw on it. And I was like, okay, you know, he's let's let's get up. Then by day six, I am sound asleep. So peaceful. So like a little baby swaddled. And I wake up with his face yes. <laughs> a quarter fucking inch away from my eye. Good. And I, John, I am sound asleep and I just see a cat with two paws and a face going (laughs) and bro (laughs) he wasn't being mean though right I jump back and wave my arms and then he's just like what's the problem man I haven't been fed my tuna (laughs) yet getting gaslit by a cat dude and then the second day the last morning he did it twice he did it once at 6.10 because he liked to eat at 6 a.m. And then he did it another time. Another jump scare at 8. Well, because it's and working. You keep giving him food. Almost gave out. That's why. And I was like, a dog would never. A dog cuddles up to you and it like licks a your face. A dog would or, never. Dude. Really? No, a dog would like Are you an insane lick. person? I have never had a dog do that to me. A cat just gets. It was on top of my head. And I'm like, bro, I can't. And then I open the back door and the house alarm goes off and there's sirens. And I'm like, dude, I'm not emotionally ready to have a pet. This is too much. (laughs) Well, that's why uh, Django, he gets fed by the robots. He doesn't even know that I'm the one responsible for the food. He never bugs me about food or feeding time because as far as he knows... His food bowl, the robot, just spits food out at certain times, and the food bot is in charge. Not me. He has no idea that I'm in charge. Sarah's robot was broken. Ah, so you and robot. Wet, there's not a wet food robot. Do you give Jingle wet food? I they do go give, buck. I do give they Jingle go wet buck food. wild for that wet food. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'll put out dry food all day. Oh, the wet food comes out. It's like, oh wow, I'm really something special. No, you're yeah. just a cat. Okay. Let's keep it 100. You're just a little cat. Dogs will always be superior. We all know this. Let's not say that. Oh, for sure. No, let's not, though. Django Django is a gentleman, all right? He wears a bow tie. Dude, at the end of the day. He cleans himself. I got to say it. He keeps his environment clean. What is the point of cats? What do you mean, dude? That cat didn't do anything all day. Okay, Django. Django is pretty dog-like. Like like I said, all cats have different personalities. Uh, Bat-cat, when I had her, you know, I had her for like eight R. years. R.I.P. the homie. Yeah, she was super chill. She didn't, like, you barely saw her. She was very independent. She didn't like a lot of interaction. She, didn't, she was just her own woman. Strong, powerful woman. 
She didn't she didn't cause a ruckus. She didn't destroy anything. She didn't claw. She would never use her claws. Never once. I think I got cut by her claw one time, and it was totally my fault. Like, it was, she she got hurt. I had to take her to the vet that day, and she was in pain, and she just didn't want me picking her up and fucking with her. So, yeah, I deserved it. Yeah. Uh, Django is a lot of man. He's a big old boy. He's the size of a panther. And he, if he's not happy with the current situation, he will just make himself happy. with. If he wants to cuddle, oh, you're going to cuddle Django. If he wants pets, oh, you're going to pet him. He will put himself in your vicinity to ensure that pets are required. He will, if he wants to sit on top of me, uh, he will do so. If, if I am on my MacBook, my back, my MacBook is really nice and warm. If I'm on my MacBook and Django decides he's laying on the keyboard, I'm done with the MacBook. Django is going to lay there. So, yeah, he's kind of like, he's less of a pet and more of like a roommate. <laughs> like, I'm not in charge. I, I have to lock the door every time we do the podcast because he will just open it. He knows how to open all the doors. He doesn't know how to close them, but he knows how to open them. And he will just assert himself and do whatever the fuck he wants at any given time. Didn't you say he like let himself outside before? Oh yeah, oh yeah. My so my front door there's like a deadbolt, and so but my I have a side door that goes on the side of the house that goes onto a patio, and uh, I didn't deadbolt that all the time, and it opens like a lot of my other doors, and he just let himself outside. So now that door is I don't even go outside that door just so he doesn't even remember that it's a door. <laughs> Because I, I literally have to trick him because I have very little control. He will oh just do God. whatever the hell he wants to do. Oh, if I'm in the fridge, he, if he thinks something's interesting in there, he will just go in and take I just, it. Cats just like, they freak me out. I don't like when Why? The, the slit in their eyes, they look like snakes. And I think he was a very nice cat. They're smart. Like we had a fun little time playing. You know, we would play with the toy almost every day and... It was cute when he would roll over and I'd pet his little belly. He let you pet his belly? Yeah. That's a big deal. He, you should feel he, pretty good about yourself. He ru- And he would rub against me constantly. Like he would constantly okay, rub so against he my was, legs. Okay, so he was taking ownership of you. That's cute. Yeah. It He's said, like, according to Siri, that was a, it could mean as a, so, a sign of they like you too if they rub against you a lot. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like an ownership thing. Like, hey, you're mine. We're buds now. Yeah. I mean, listen, the cat was great. It's just in the morning, it was a bit jarring. I like a, a soft spoken, hey man, how's it going? And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I don't like. <laughs> well, was he supposed to? I want, it'd be so funny if like he wasn't supposed to get wet food in the morning and the reason that escalated so quickly was because you just gave it to him. No, he definitely was. He gets, he gets tuna in the morning and tuna at night and then dry food throughout the day. And then five treats at night. It's a whole thing. I, oh I got this God. whole system out. Then I had to clean out the litter box. Judy. Yeah, I mean, listen, he was very cute and fun. I think I am allergic to cats, though. Yeah, you were a little funky here with Django. You were a little sniffly. Yeah, I think I just have a cat allergy, maybe. I think that might go, I think it could go away. Like when we have an office cat, 
because we will because I'll make no, it happen. I'll, no, I will make it so. Please, you're you're not not in the office. I was like deathly allergic to cats too. Like had to I used to have to go get shots and stuff for my like as a kid for my allergies. <laughs> uh, but after having cats, I think I just developed my my nose is like okay, well we'll just stop bothering you about this. Yeah, I had to take like Flonase and Zyrtec. Oh, something else that I did. Sorry, I'm just dragging on this episode. I don't even know if this is the episode. We're almost two hours. This well, could just be us. I talking. mean, you might as well play the music and leave this went- for our post conversation. Oh yeah. Okay, the episode's over. Okay. Yeah, episode. episode's over. We're definitely not going to keep talking. Well, guys, that's all for this one. It's definitely over. You can stop listening now. You know us. After the music stops, no more talking. And we're very strict about that. No budging. (laughs) No budging. You know the other tech podcast that does this that's not canceled? Not Linus Tech Tips. Yep. Definitely not Linus. Where's our little Definitely not going to keep talking. See you guys next week. See you guys. This is it. Last episode of the week. And the song goes on longer than you think when you're, you know, about to end the episode. Yeah. It's like you gotta... You're absolutely planning on ending it and not talking yeah. anymore after. The song does go on for a while. Yeah. Well, Talk guys, that's going to be all. Day. Yep. That was a good one. We'll see you guys on the next episode of the. See ya. Genius Bar Podcast. Okay, so I went to Universal. Uh huh. <laughs> Dude, that place is so fun. Is it? Jealous. Have you ever been? Do you like like? Do I theme like parks like? or? Do you like? Theme oh yeah. Parks? Mm-hmm. Dude, it was so fun. Do you like Harry Potter or anything or Super Mario? Super Mario, yes. But I have a confession. I have not yeah. seen a whole Harry Potter movie. What? That's crazy. I'm not like a Potter books. head, but I enjoy it. That, uh, is that something that you just came up with, or do people actually no, call themselves what... Potterheads? They call themselves Potterheads. Oh, is it is it like a a, a fun fandom. take on Pothead? Not sure. Um, it's only cute but, if that's what they're referencing. Otherwise, it's just weird. Okay, uh, but it was really fun. We, uh, dude, the Mario is so cool. Like when we're out there, we're doing a we're doing a company sponsored trip to Universal for sure. Can we can we just wear lav mics and record the podcast during our trip? Dude, there's so much I want to do with this podcast that we just need like a space and like a small team for like i want to do vlogs think of how fun that would be like oh do we are do our channels go away and it's just genius bar content literally my long 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 term plan is to h3ify us oh because he's just doing he's just like podcast stuff now yeah Remember I mean, they had there's, the channels and they used to do certain videos and now when ad, when ads are good in podcasting they're pretty good. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening every week. We I love you. Thank you for listening. Yeah, this is just a labor of love because there's no ads in this episode. We're not going to make any money, but uh we love I I really love doing Genius Bar. Speaking of labor, I'm about to go into it if I don't get some lunch cuz I'm Going out to dinner with my family in like two hours and I haven't eaten lunch and they're going to get mad at me if I don't eat. So Yikes. should probably go. Um, okay. well, for the third time, note, I'm going to ask you any, anything else. Make sure any, to turn, any, you might as well just turn your phone on low power mode now before you leave. <laughs> yeah. For anybody with an iPhone 14, <laughs> let us know how your battery health is. Um, wow. We covered a lot. All right. Okay. I'm going to edit this right now so we can put it out.
cool. Let me know. I love you, bro. And I will see you in the next episode. Okay. I'm still going to be here when we stop the episode, just so you know, because it sounds like you're saying goodbye to me when you should be saying goodbye to them. I'm saying goodbye to anybody present. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) See you next week.